what's good everybody welcome back to another episode of legends corner where only legends are allowed this week we have our very first guest his name is anthony kinsey he is university of tennessee's assistant director of football sports performance yes the sec go bowls and shout out to my home state super excited to have him on the show and share his journey with us so without further ado i'm gonna let kellen take on the rest and let's hop straight into it boom welcome welcome to another episode of legend corner i'm here with a special special guest uh actually our first our first guest on the show man anthony kinsey the man the myth the legend hey I appreciate you having me, dog, man. It's an opportunity. It's, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to be on, for sure. For sure, man. For sure. And like I said, bro, I uh, watched you growing up. So, you know what I'm saying? Just getting you on the show, uh, mm-hmm. it means a lot to me. So, you know, Respect, again, uh, just giving you flowers and, uh, you know, all love, man. So, I love, bro. That's what's up, man. I appreciate uh, it. For sure. Like I said, we're going to hop right into it, man. So, uh. Talk, take me back, man, to the beginning, bro. From Saint Saint Petersburg, man. Talk to me about it. A bird, man. Saint Petersburg, dog. I, uh, born and raised there all my life, man. Spent eighteen years there. Um, growing up, uh, did it all, man. It was active. It was it was four kids in the house. My uh, older sister, uh, she's about a year and a half older than us. I got a twin brother, um, same age. So you know, it was it was beef all day with that. Um, and then I got a younger sister. She's four years younger than us. Um, well, me and my brother. So, man, it, we was active, all of us involved in sports, man. Parents, both two parent home, man. Shout out to uh, the parents, man. They were, they were, they, they stuck it together. They, they did a really good job with all four of us, man. But um, we were truly blessed, uh, definitely growing up. But, man, born and raised there, went to high school at Gibbs, man. And um, from there, things transitioned on. Um, uh, crazy story, man. I, I didn't even play high school ball barely much my senior year and what, and what I mean by that is um I got hurt early on in practice I think I played about three games senior year starting off so um man that, that kind of killed me killed my momentum man killed kind of some dreams for me but um and I, my high school coach who came in my senior year really good dude Yusuf Shakir man shout out to him he you know he was like how do how do you uh, respond when adversity hits you um, so, man, moving on from there, he he kind of helped me, kind of helped me mold into where I am today, man. Just some of his principles and values, as well as you know, my parents and my father, big time. But um, I know you got questions. We'll, we'll, we'll dab on into that. Definitely. So, like, what? Take me back to how you got introduced to sports. Uh, first story. Okay. Well, uh, like I said, man, grew up with both of my parents, and, and both of them definitely played sports uh, or participated in sports. Mom, she was, she was big time in, in track, uh, you know, ran track. Uh, she came from a huge family, but ran track and she was a cheerleader. Um, she did some professional cheering as well, but she went off, ran track. She actually went to the school that I went to in high school, Gibbs. And then she went off and ran track in Iowa and did some cheerleading for the Tampa Bay uh, Bandits and whatnot. My dad, he did it all. He, he, he kind of humble, man. He don't like to brag about what he did, but, uh, you know, I hear from his friends. My dad did it all, basketball, uh, baseball growing up, but uh, high school, three-sport three athlete, football, basketball, track, then went off to co- college. He went to school with my mom as well. He played football, 
and ran track in college. So obviously sports was ingrained in us. My dad was, uh, he, he, we started off in soccer, um, a good entry intro sport. And it was more of, Hey, you're going to do something, you know, be active. So we started off playing soccer and we had some older cousins, man. Uh, my uh, cousin Corey Henderson and Ramon Henderson, RIP Ramon, man. But, he he was looked at as our big brother, uh, Ramon. My cousin Corey, he's about a year older than us, and Ramon was about four years older. So we always want to do what Ramon did, man. And they played sports. They had a head start on us when it came to football. So we wanted to play football, man. My dad, he was like, ah, we're going to hold you guys off to about 13. And we just kept begging him, man. Let, let us play, man. Corey Ramon playing, you know, that's how it was. <laughs> but we did we did everything else. It was, it was soccer. It was it was basketball. It was baseball. As we got older, we ran track as well. Um, but man, starting off, we we finally brought him in and was like, "Hey, Dad, man, let us play football." And he did. And um, we started about eleven, and then it went on from there. Man, um, did everything. Like I said, my dad was big on um, diversifying sports. He he didn't want to individualize at a young age because you don't know. You don't know what you want to do. So he was like, hey, use all these other sports to advance your skill set. Um, so we played all different sports growing up. And as we got closer to high school and um, it was more. And when we got into high school, we just started focusing on me and my brother, just strictly football. And then from there, man, we, we locked in on that. And it was like uh, we're going to help this help this sport use us to, um, you know, pay for us, pay for our school growing up. Definitely, definitely. And being a multi-sport athlete. Uh, all the way up to high school at Gibbs Senior High. Um, I heard you was originally signed to Jackson State, man. Like yeah, man. Um, Jacksonville University in Florida. So, like I told you early on, I didn't, I didn't, I tell people I didn't play my senior year. I played about two to three games, but I got hurt in practice, and it was, it was a minor injury. It was, it was my hand. I broke my hand, but back then I graduated two thousand eight. So. Doctors are a lot advanced now, and they're a little bit more lenient with what they do. And, and like, if this happened in, at the University of Tennessee where I'm at now, they'll wrap it up, put a soft ass on it, and then they'll they'll sign me up and play. But um, high school, that didn't happen. So um, didn't have offers like I wanted to, you know, just because my junior year wasn't the greatest year. So I had a guy in front of me playing um, uh, that was really started over me. So it is what it is. Senior year, I come in. I'm the man. That's my position thing and um, some adversity happened. So I kind of went to Jacksonville, Florida. Being from Florida, I went to Jacksonville University uh, for one year um, and played there. They, they decent school. It was it's Division One AA. So um, it wasn't D1, but it was Division One AA. You, you got a chance to play in the playoffs and it went for uh, a champion, national championship on that level. But man, I went there for one year, played. It just wasn't for me in the sense of I just wanted more, dude. I was like, man, I need more. I, I know I'm better than this. Not, not no knock to those guys down there, because I loved it. I had fun, man. I still got lifelong friends at that school. But me as, as a competitor and my personal development, I was just like, man, I, I, I want a little bit more. So I left after one year and went off the JUCO, bro. Mm -hmm. And uh, went out to Cali, man, and played there. Had a, had, had a great time, man. And um, had a really good season, uh, made lifelong friends. Man, I, I did a really – if I could go back back again, I would go to JUCO from out of high school. Okay. And what's crazy is I should listen to my high school coach, man. He told me – he's like, Kenzie, man, I think you probably should look at going to junior college in California, man. They don't have a state restriction limit. You know, some schools in, in Kansas and Mississippi, you only have a certain out-of-state um, out 
limit with athletes. He was like, man, you know, with you being hurt, JUCO would be a, a solid way to go. I was like, man, nah, JUCO for people who ain't got good grades or just not good. And, you know, I, I didn't learn. I didn't know at the time. I, I was uneducated. And um, really, it's just for guys that uh, needed a second chance to help develop, um, you know. So for me, it was perfect. I went there, man, had accolades there, um, you know, first team all-conference in, in my position and ended up having some opportunities to go to school and play and uh, end up deciding to go to Arkansas State with that. Gotcha. So when you decided to go to Arkansas State, before we – going to the success of uh, mm -hmm. that, what was like your mindset? What was the mentality heading to Arkansas State? Um, the, Man, that's a good question. For me, it was like, <clears throat> dude, I got to go get it. Because like I told you, it was four kids. Uh, three of us are all in college at the same time. My older yeah. sister, myself, and my brother. So my daddy was like, man, look, y'all – uh, y'all got to get scholarships, uh, you know, paying for college for three kids all in one, one time is tough. Then he was like, you got your little sister coming up, you know? So it, it was, that's me and my brother mentality was like, Hey, we got to go get it. So I went to Juco. My mindset was, Hey, one and done, you play one year, get your division one scholarship, ball out, do what you can. And so, uh, that, that's what it was, man. I lived in an apartment with a couple of dudes from Florida, a couple of them from my hometown too. We lived in a three bedroom apartment, dog. Um, three bedroom apartment three bedroom apartment, eight people lived in there. So you think about three bedrooms, you got two people in each room, two, four, six, and two Georgia boys, um, they lived in a, they stayed in the uh, living room. Okay. And we got out the mud. Our mindset was like, dude, we got, we got to get it out of the mud. We, we, we here a short period of time, temporary. So um, rent was $800. We all paid $100 a piece. You know, oh, that was, <laughs> that was our mindset. Doing schoolwork then was a little bit tough. You had to wait till everybody go to sleep because, it ain't no quiet time with eight people in the house. Right. But so taking that mindset uh, from going to get it, man, to transition to Arkansas State, same mentality, because now I got two years left, two years the ball and make some of myself. And mind you, coming in Arkansas State, I had two guys in my position. As a matter of fact, three guys in my position that were seniors, you know. So it was like, hey, what you going to do? Um, so the mentality there was like, man, Go grind, man, handle your business. My daddy always told me, man, God rewards hard work, you know, and that's all I knew all my life growing up. So, man, the mentality was, hey, we ain't here to sugarcoat. We ain't here to do nothing but uh, go get it, man. So, yeah. and, and I eventually taking the starting spot. Yo, what's good, family? Hey, you know, we popping out with some new heat this time, man. It's called Out The Way. Shout out to the Out The Way gang, Out The Way Trey, Out The Way G. You know, we rocking with y'all, man. And we dropping the information, man. Let's go. Love. You know, hey, you did that. You did that. And going back to the first year, uh, 2011, correct? Yeah, 2011, yep. That was my uh, junior year. First year, uh, coming into A State, I, I knew you guys went 10 and 3 under uh, Coach Free Freeze. Yeah. Uh, take me back to that whole year. Take me back to playing under Coach Free Freeze. Man, uh, Coach Freeze, that, that was an awesome year. Obviously, going into uh, my junior year, and being able to play for uh, Freeze, that was his first head job before he went to um, uh, Ole Miss. And so coming in, uh, that was a magical year. Arkansas State, uh, before the past two years, I think they had won three games, both years back-to-back. -back. They had never went to a conference championship, um, so forth. Now, traditionally, when they were Indians, they had did well. But at the current time, man, they had never uh, won – uh, went to a conference championship or, or a bowl game. I think that's what it was. Right. And so, man, we went there. I went there, shoot, like you said, 10 and three. That was, that was a great year. Coach Freeze, man, did an awesome job of 
not only being a football coach, but building building character, man. He he did the pregame speeches on gay days. Usually some coaches bring in people or the chaplain does it. But Coach Coach Freeze, man, he had a journey about crossing the Jordan River. And every game, it was a um, it was along that same thing, but um um you know, just building on top of that. So that that was a magical year. We had some special players, man. The, the leadership on that team was uh, was was phenomenal. You had Demario Davis as a, a senior captain on the uh, defensive side, who's now obviously killing it in the NFL with the uh, New Orleans Saints. So, man, it was a magical year. Offense, you had Ryan Apple at quarterback. It, numerous players. I go on all day. So the talent was there. It's just Coach Freeze really helped building that faith and making us believe, man. And, and that's really what what took place that year. It was special. Definitely. And then, you know, like I said, having a pretty good year, 10 and three, that's, that's a good season. You can't no doubt. better no than doubt. that. Next year, similar, 10 and three season. Right. Y'all we, go, or we go. Yeah, uh, we go. Conference play. Was there any difference between uh, playing under both Freeze and Gus, you know, both two, two great coaches? Yeah, absolutely, man. And um, I get that question all the time. I, um, because obviously being able to play for both of those teams, Freeze leaving after one year to go to Ole Miss and then Malzahn coming in. So we're hearing Coach Malzahn coming in, man, that was like, man, shoot, similar offense, similar style philosophies. Coach Malzahn, dynamic with it. Um, they, they're, they're two different types of guys. I love them both. Love them both. Uh, Freeze is uh, – Freeze is – he loves you up, man, and is a people – uh, players coach he cares about you as a person not just football what you could do for on the football field but he cares about your soul man you know he wants you to um you know become a believer he didn't force anybody but he cared about you as a person so uh man he he he, he was a players coach what you call a players coach coach miles on coming in it was exciting his success at auburn he won went to national national championship as the officer coordinator in 2010 then right. uh they went to chick-fil-a bowl 11 he came to us in 12, so it was exciting, you know, being he, him being a former Arkansas high school coach, it was huge um, for the state of Arkansas. So coming in, man, difference between him and Freeze is uh, Malzahn really showed you what it is like to play in the NFL. He, from a mindset of, he, he was strictly about football. Um, at that time of his career, it was about business, you know, coming from Auburn, he's seen it done um, at a high elite level, you know, having success behind Cam Newton right. and those die, uh, guys. So uh, coming to Arkansas State, it was more of, hey, we're about business. We're going to continue this thing. So uh, that, that was the, the difference. But go, both great guys, I love Medell, still keep in contact with both of those guys. Um, um, it was just an amazing opportunity to be able to to work for uh, or, or so more so play for both of those guys. Definitely. So and I want to go back to that season. Uh, I remember you guys playing Kent State and the uh, GoDaddyBowl.com, Mobile, Alabama. Yeah, yeah. So tell me about that, because that was that was the last game of being, you know, a student athlete. Yeah, that that definitely was. It, it was a um, man, it was a special moment because I want to say that was the first bowl game win. Um, and and it, it was just special, dude. Every everybody, you know, the bonds that were built over the years, and me being there for a short period of time, two seasons. Um, it goes by fast, but man, being an opportunity to play in the bowl game, you see it growing up as a kid. You see all the bowl games from the end of December to early January, you know, and you growing up and watching it on Saturday and little league football on Saturdays. You like, man, I want to be there. So being 
able to have an opportunity where your family come and enjoy that, man, it is a blessing. It's not taken for granted because not everybody makes a bowl game. Um, being in this profession now and seeing that, fortunately, I've never missed a bowl game ever from playing to coaching uh, through the grace of God. But not everybody, not every school gets the opportunity. As simple as it sounds, you got to win six games in, in college football. Anybody could be beaten, you know, any given day. So that was that was huge for us to have the opportunity for the school, for the university. And what that did is it started a trend, man, in uh, with Arkansas State because they went to win four. Uh, some conference championships in a row, I believe. New facilities, three coaches leaving to go to uh, big time programs: Ole Miss, Auburn, and um, uh, Boise State. All in one year, uh, one football season of coaching as a head coach, it made that place become special. It made Arkansas a national brand, Arkansas State a national brand, putting on the map for making it cool for people to go there. Um, so that that was huge, man. Yeah, man. Y'all guys definitely put Arkansas State on the map. Uh, right. And yes, yeah, like I said, man, I'm just giving y'all y'all flowers, man, because I appreciate it. Man, and then and like people like your dad, you know, your pops play, obviously. Correct. OG from from uh, Arkansas State played football there. So to be able to make things happen like that, it, for them to show, oh man, they hard work. Because you don't really reap the benefits of what you did. Um, it's the people that come behind you. So, so the work that they put in, obviously installed in, and building that culture. Um, because like I said, it, it was always there. It's just freeze came in and jumpstart that thing um, and, and kicked it off and rolling. But to be able to uh, uh, continue the legacy that they had prior to us and now seeing it transition, like the facilities there is unreal. We talked about that. It's just phenomenal. The, the jerseys, the different type of jerseys. When I first got to Arkansas State, we didn't have have a name on the back of our jersey. You know what I'm saying? I um, mean, when we got that our next year when Malzahn came in, we was like, oh, man, this is the best thing happened. We feel like college football players now. Right. And the, the, now what they have, the the, the unlimited combos of jerseys, um, uniforms, helmets, cleats, gloves. I mean, the facilities is unreal. So it's good to see, to see the change in that program. Definitely. And after having a successful uh, college career or collegiate mm -hmm. career, uh, what was next? Tell me, like, the thought process. Tell me that you have or did you face any type of adversity transitioning from a student athlete uh, to the real world? Man, that's a good, 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 good question, man. Shoot, man, I even before transitioning from football or, or, or life after college to the real world, I, I faced adversity in school, man. And um, I have a 10 year old son, you know, and the man. I'm 32. So, <laughs> That my son, he was born when I was in school in Arkansas. Uh, he's an Arkansas kid. People, I'm from Florida, obviously. People make fun of me like, damn, man, your, your boy from Arkansas. Um, <laughs> so it's like I, I, that happened to me when I was a junior. You know, things happen. Um, so, you know, when his mom got pregnant, our junior year, well, my junior year, it was it was like, man, what, what I'm going to do? And, um, you know, I called my dad. Uh, I ain't want, That was a tough conversation to have. And um, for sure, because, you know, you, you get you brought up and you want to do things right. Um, you want to get you want to do things right structurally. Right. But, but, you know, life happens. So what are you going to do? You know, my dad always raised me to, um, you know, be, be a problem solver. So I told him about it, man. He was like, hey, you know what you got to do moving forward. You know, you got to take care of business. So to be honest, when my son came, that was a life changing moment for me because it was like, OK, you got to get, you know, get on the ball now. Because not only are you have a you have a whole no another reason why you you have another kid, uh, you have a kid that you have to uh, um, feed for you know fend for. So 
that was a major adversity. Being a student athlete, you know the demands of that from yourself, being a student athlete. Um, and then now being a father, a young father, while in college, it was tough. But man, like I said, God put people in position, put people in place to, to help you out, man. Along the way, we've had tremendous help, um, especially when we was in school. My parents did a really good job helping out. Uh, her, her dad and her side of the family helped out as well. Um, but man, that was, that was a huge turning point for me. Um, so then transitioning out, you know, my senior year, it's like, well, what are you going to do now after you're done? So crazy story. I tell a lot of people, man, my son is the reason why I got in this profession today. Um, and for those that obviously listen, I'm, I'm a strength coach here at University of Tennessee. I w we were getting ready to play our bowl game, right? So we were prepping for our bowl game because Malzahn had just got the job at Auburn. But our strength coach still training us for because we got a bowl game. We got workouts, and I'm, I call him up. I'm like, hey, coach, man, uh, I can't work out at the time that I'm supposed to. My son's mom, she got to go to work. Is there a way that I can, um, you know, work out at a different time? He's like, can you come right now? I'll take you through it myself. I was like, yeah, he's like, no doubt. All right, so I get there, I get done working out, and he's like, hey, Kenzie, man, what do you plan on doing after you graduate? The time frame, this is about December now. So I graduated in a week or two. He was like, I know you graduated, what are you, what are you plan on doing? And I was like, man, coach, I, I'm going to go through pro day, try that out, um, give it a shot at the NFL, and then I'm going to just take it back home and go be a fireman, you know, back in St. Pete. And he was like, what are, you what are your thoughts on if I want to bring you along as a GA with me at Auburn to be a strength coach with me? And I was like, man, coach, I, I don't know about that. I got a son, you know, I ain't, I ain't thinking about that. I, I ain't want to coach. Um, and he was like, well, I'll tell you what, I'll give you two weeks to think about it, man. And then after that, I got to make a move. I got to uh, get things rolling. But I would love to join you as a, um, I would love for you to join us as a, a strength coach, you know. So I thought about it, man, talked to people that had influence over my life and you know, got some good words of wisdom and, and I made it happen. But I tell people all the time, I never knew while I was playing football at Arkansas State, I was interviewing for a job, you know, right. you know, and, and I tell people all the time, character matters, you know, Definitely. because um, he out of uh, you got 120 people on the team. Right. He came to me, one person mm -hmm. out of 120 people and uh, offered me potentially that position. And, you know, so if I was I tell young kids now, if I was a turd growing up, man, I mean, not growing up, but during that process, I was late all the time to workouts. Uh, just wasn't a, a high character guy. Um, he would have never offered me that spot. So I thought about it, man, and and went on from there. And after the bowl game, we played January first or second. January sixth, I had to be in Auburn. You know, so that that happened in in 2013. We uh, transitioned to go to Auburn, man. In 2013, so you get to Auburn serving as the assistant strength and conditioning coach. Well, at that time, yeah, I just, I was a graduate assistant. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. Gotcha. And was that the year that you guys played Florida state? Yeah. Yeah, man. I, like I said, man, it, it, I, I, I've definitely been fortunate, man. Get done playing, go right into Auburn as a graduate assistant. The first year we go to the national championship. That's big. crazy year. We, we've had two, two games out of that year was miracle games. You know, that was the same year. If you remember the kick sits versus Bama and the Iron Bowl where they kicked the field goal, we called it, took it back 109 yards. Um, and then two weeks before that, we played Georgia. They call that the prayer on Jordan Hare. Well, we threw it up, it get tipped, 
fall in his hands as the time running out. So, man, just has, had that that year was awesome. Now we came short to uh, Florida State and Jameis Winston down there in the, in the national championship. But uh, the opportunity to play in that, and that was the last BCS bowl game ever, you know, before they started the playoff situation. So we played the Rose Bowl in California. Just, just a huge blessing to be a part of that. Definitely, definitely. And you serve your position now as the athletic uh, performance coach. For sure. Uh, why do you love your job? Okay, um, so to answer that, I look at it like this, man. When my coach came and asked me as a player, do I want to do it? And I had time to think about it. And I was like, why do why? I mean, I, I didn't think about growing up coaching and definitely not being a strength coach. Why should I do one? Why should I be one? And he, I looked at it and I looked at the impact that he had on others, right? I looked at the impact that he had on me. I, he changed my body, transformed it. Um, just being able to motivate people to get them to do stuff. And then I, I, I reverted back to the Bible. We, we're, we're, we were put on this earth to serve, right? Serve others. So in this position, this unique position I'm in, I'm here to serve others, right? right. From uh, um, help them change physically, mentally, and emotionally. Um, I thank God daily for this position because I'm able to help. You look at a football team, right, of 120 people, 92% of them look like us, yeah. you know? So yes. – they need us in this profession, no doubt, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. So to be able to connect to those guys, um, to help them out, one of our guys, Derek Brown, played for us at Auburn. He just got drafted two years, the number five pick overall to the Carolina Panthers. His junior year, he's thinking about going to the league. He gives me all one night, late, man, like nine something. And that's late for me as a strength coach because we got to be up. I'm like, man, why Derek calling me? He's like, Coach Casey, man, can, can you talk? I'm like, what's up, D? I got you, man. He's like, man, I, I need some help. I need some advice. And I say, what's up, man? You know, it's nine o'clock. You know, uh, he's like, uh, my girl, my girl says she's pregnant. You know, and you know, I know you went through this when you were in school. What do I do? Light bulb click. You know, for me, it was like God put you in this unique position to help others. Not only just from a Hey, any guy that has babies in the, within their college time, right, right. You know, that's what you hear. But that that's advantage for me to help these guys. You know, that's why I'm open and transparent with kind of my life and kind of how things happen. And I, I bring my kid up there so they could see that. So, you know, being able to talk to him and let him know the first thing I said was, hey, it gets greater later. Right. And being able to help him through that situation and talk to him. He goes out the next year, balls out, number one, five draft pick. Now, that had nothing to do with my conversation, but being able to just comfort him in that time, because it, it's hard. Like you said, demands of a student athlete, and then you add a top of, on top of that a young father. Um, right. There's no real handbook on how to be a dad. You could go buy one, but, you know, our parents didn't have that growing yeah. up. So being able to, to make an impact, a lasting impact on, on, on these guys' lives, uh, you know, that that's what I'm in, in it for. I want them to be able to call me. 10 years from now, 12 years from now, and they're great citizens, you know, of the, this United States. Great husbands, great fathers, you know, great leaders of, of whatever they want to do and just ultimately have a, a lasting impact on these guys. And we talk about serving. We talk about – I'm a big, like, in-the-moment type of guy. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, what's, like, the advice? What's the what's the vibe when – that you give to athletes when they enter, you know, saying your place, they enter the gym? Yeah, so I, I like looking at it, it's just coming in as a freshman, man. Um, 
let them know that, hey, this is a process and you have to embrace the process. It's a grind, but um, it's worth it. It's truly worth it. Um, when they come to a place like this, I was fortunate to work at Auburn for eight years um, in, in the SEC. That, that's, that's unheard of, you know, in, 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 most, in this time of days where everybody wants to get a win a national championship or you getting fired, you know. So being able to work there for eight years was a blessing. But, you know, to let them know, hey, this is a process and it's a grind and enjoy it. You come to a place like Auburn, you come to a place like Tennessee here, um, you have no reason to not succeed. You have all the tangibles, right? They give you so much help from a, a tutoring standpoint, from a mentor standpoint, from a food standpoint. You 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 don't you don't go starving here, right? You um, I tell these guys when you leave this place, you should be off well off in a better spot. Um, and my goal for these guys is to hey leave the jersey in a better place than you found it, right? When it's to your time to hang it up, you know whatever number you are, number eight, you hang that jersey up, leave it in a better place So to, for the next guy to come so he has something to live up to. Right. Um, but uh, for them, get something out of it. To be honest, um, as bad as it sounds, these, these schools use use guys, right, to make money, right? Yep. They, uh, they build, build, build revenue and bring in revenue from football. Football makes so much money. Why not use the school as well? Get a degree out of it. If not one, two. At these places, if you stay in school for four years, more likely you should, you're capable of getting two degrees here, master's and a bachelor's degree and use it. So many resources that people come from this university that, that able to hook you up with jobs and they want student athletes, right? So for, I, I tell people character matters. That That's the biggest thing. Character trumps all, you know, character matters. So be a good person because football, basketball, track, whatever the case, it doesn't last. You know, you ran track in high school, I'm in college, play football. Yeah. You no longer do that, right? My, right? Myself, I no longer play any sports. But at the end of the day, you got to fall back on some, right? So use it as a resource to uh, to get your head in life, to build a successful uh, life for yourself. Respect it, respect it. And to end this off, man, like for those listening uh, interested in a career field similar to yours, yeah, what advice would you give them to be successful? Um, I, I would definitely say read a lot, man. In this profession, um, growing up, my dad, you know, what's crazy, man, parents, they know, they know, but we just don't listen to them. We, we'll hear from somebody else and be like, oh, yeah, that's the gospel. But, you know, so my dad growing up, he was like, uh, you know, read, you know, make sure you read and you want to be able to read. And um, I was a smart kid. You know, grades was great. I knew how to read. I didn't enjoy reading. My sisters, both of them older, they'll read to their eyes get uh, blood. You know, what's crazy is my son is like that now. He loves to read. But in this profession, man, I didn't I didn't go into college wanting to be a strength coach, right? So majors di didn't go into kinesiology, didn't go into ex-fit, you know, exercise science, none of that. Now, so getting into the field for me, it was a whole bunch of reading and learning how the uh, anatomy works, you know, everything goes on. So getting this profession, it's a bunch of reading. I definitely say it's worth it. It's a lot of hours um, and don't always look for trying to get at, you know, to division one level because if you're truly in it for the right reasons you can make an impact on any level you can make an impact on the high school level in the private sector in the professional or in collegiate um not saying that don't shoot 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 for goals man because for me i have individual goals right, right. i still want to be uh still got some things I, I was fortunate to be at um sec programs for um all nine years of my coaching careers up to this point but nonetheless um i, I definitely say you know make sure you're reading um 
to, to learn because you want to be a master of your craft, right? This is a, a field where we have to know a lot about the body. Um, but man, uh, um, also, I would say connections is huge because sadly to say, it's not about what you know here. It's about who you know. Now you want to be competent in what you know, but it's about who you know. I got this job here at Tennessee based off of somebody who I know, but somebody reached out to them and they threw my name in there. So, um, and then I kept this job because of uh, who I know. What's crazy is, and I, I the story real quick, I got hired here um, 2021, January 18th. Um, we got let go of Auburn in December. And so I got hired in January 18th. My first day I get here, the head football coach, the previous football coach got fired. I got here at 12 o'clock. He okay. gets fired at 1230. Um, and so I'm like, man, what the heck? I'm going to yeah. go back. I'm going to go back home, man. Cause it, you know, but through the grace of God, you know, I was like, I ah, just stick it out, you know? So I stuck it out. They end up getting a new head coach in about three and a half weeks. That head coach kind of see me. He goes, he, he's able to see me, um, how I coach and, he pulls me in his office, man. Oh, he actually comes to my office and he's like, hey, Kensi, man, I I know I didn't hire you. I know we didn't hire you as a staff, um, but I mean, I saw you coach these last three weeks. Definitely want you to be a part of it. Um, so he ended up keeping me on. That don't happen too often, you know? So, man, I, I just say, put your head down and work. You know, don't always try to look at the next best things. Be where your feet is at and do a good job where you're at because at the end of the day, good things are gonna happen to good people. Um, it's just a process and you got to enjoy it. Definitely, definitely, man. Like I said, man, I appreciate you, bro. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? The religious corner spending some time with us, uh, really just giving us game, man. No, for sure, man. man. I appreciate you having me, man. And like I said, I'm I'm down anytime, man. Well, it could be the talk shop, whatever the case may be, man. For just just holler at me. You know, you good on my end. For sure, man. I love, man. Tell your son, I said, what's up, big Amad? Out, my heart, man. He better be getting ready for bed. He got an hour. 8.30 is bedtime. He getting ready to watch the draft. But, uh, man, you know, I definitely love him. For sure, man. Take it easy. Uh, enjoy the draft. Like I said, I'll let you, man. I appreciate it. I love it. Oh, man. Take care of yourself.